parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself. What would kids do? Dance to a giant organ played by ocean waves? Yep. Camp in floating tree houses hundreds of feet off the ground? Check. Jump in a big tub of mud on purpose? Call it rejuvenation. We don't care. Just pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. Hi, I'm Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys, quick and dirty tips to work less and do more. We saw in the first part of this episode that technology can tank your success in class, so it's a good idea to train yourself not to use it when it's potentially going to turn your brain into a pile of mush and short-circuit the important relationships that you need to jumpstart your career. Let's explore a bit more about the non-technological solutions and when they might actually be better than using your tech. When intern MG is being his over-the-top, uber-productive, overachieving self, he can often be seen scurrying around the castle. Did I mention that he's living in a castle this semester? Yes, a castle. With turrets. Actual turrets. Jealous? Me? No, not at all. Uh, scurrying around the castle, carrying his notebook. Not his notebook computer, an actual paper notebook. From Moleskin, of course. But why paper? He uses the paper for his class notes and his to-do lists. For starters, paper has no distractions. He can take notes without being reminded that his schmoopy Sam just bought a new outfit. Even though he's hopelessly devoted to his relationship, study time shouldn't be interrupted by feeling like he has to compliment a new dress. Paper notebooks have no interruptions. Physical notebooks win in reliability. When using them, you can't swipe by accident and wipe out important information. Plus, the battery never runs out of power, and lack of internet connection won't leave you stranded. When the zombie apocalypse comes and takes over the power grid, your to-do list will still work, while all those other people's to-do lists won't. As we've explored before in this podcast, research does show that handwritten note-taking is simply more effective, even if you don't capture as much of the information. Instead of on a computer, you'll remember more. That was the main reason you were taking notes in the first place. And it's a distraction-free zone. There are no squiggly red lines or formatting settings to augment your workflow. Writing shouldn't be mixed with editing or spell checking. You want the purity of you, your class, and your thoughts, alone and crystalline as you take notes. In business school, I got up super early the first day of class to sit in the very back of the room. It was called the Sky Deck. And that was where all the cool kids hung out. And at long last, I got to hang out there, too. Well, apparently, the cool kids all had 2015 vision and super hearing powers. A couple of months into class, I voluntarily moved to the worm deck, as the front row was called, so that I could see and hear. And finally, I could. I could hear the professor. I could read the chalkboard. And I was focused on the learning rather than passing around notes and top 10 lists, which seemed to be the main sky deck activity. Sitting in front forces you to focus on the learning. Constant eye contact with your teacher promotes healthy feelings of guilt if you spend too much time on your computer not listening to what they're saying. The guilt will make you smart, and if guilt isn't enough, they'll be able to see you using your computer, which will add shame and public embarrassment to the mix. That's a potent mixture that will not only get you learning, 
but will also support the economy, since you'll have to deal with the lingering after-effects of all that negativity by employing a small army of therapists once you've graduated. And just in case you're thinking that you can sneak a peek at someone else's computer, you can't. You're in the front row, and no one else's computer is in your sight line. Like it or not, your technology detox is underway. As an extra bonus, sitting in the front row also helps you read your professor's mind and suck the knowledge directly out of their brains. <laughs> Actually, I'm completely serious. Uh, as an undergrad, I noticed that learning in person from a professor who really understood the material gave me much better learning much faster than learning on my own or learning from someone who had less of an understanding. I'm sure it has something to do with mirror neurons or subtle nonverbal cues or something like that. It doesn't really matter. Be in front, look at your professor, and you will absorb their knowledge better. Delete your distracting apps. Some classes actually require you to use a computer, and they may even ask you to look things up on the web during class. What a bad idea. But they don't require you to look up YouTube videos like the latest Adam Ruins Everything, The Truth About Hymens, which is actually quite educational, and if you're a guy, it will teach you things you've never known before. Keep your web surfing focus intact by using a website blocker. Intern MG, he's a sucker for browsing zooborns.com when he's supposed to be paying attention in Perfectionism 101. So he uses the blacklisting apps like Self-Control or Focus. He turns them on, he adds Zooborns to the blacklist, and he can still look up the many faces of perfectionism, but not, not, oh, not the many faces of cute, adorable Zooborns. If the computer is just too much of a distraction, downgrade. Seriously, buy a cheap, dumb laptop that's only loaded up with note-taking, word processor, spreadsheets, and productivity apps. It will be just like the 1990s, back when Silicon Valley actually tried to make computers useful tools, rather than soul-sucking distraction surveillance and mass manipulation devices. You only need a few applications to do most of your productive work, as I discussed in my episode on writing fast. There's a link in this episode's transcript. Now, that still doesn't solve the problem of being distracted by smartphone, so as horrifying as he may find the prospect, MG might get a lot more out of his education by trading in his smartphone for a flip phone. I understand that most of you would rather die than do that, so that advice is optional. Find an accountability buddy who hates technology. As I recounted in my episode on getting a boundary buddy, you can team up with a friend to help hold each other accountable to your no-tech lifestyle. My friend Timmy is my accountability buddy, and you can have one too. Just find a friend and ask them to help you stay true to putting learning first and technology second. Your accountability buddy can sit with you in the front row so you can be A++ students together. Have a daily chat right before class where you remind each other of your in-class goals. An accountability buddy doesn't really do much except listen, and just talking about the progress you're making with someone else can help you build momentum. Once you've created good study habits by explicitly choosing your non-tech tools over your tech tools when it makes sense, by sitting in the front of the classroom, using website blockers, and hanging out with your accountability buddy, you'll be more present. You'll learn more. You'll take an active voice. You'll lead in classroom discussions. And you might even convince other students to get off their laptops, too. Pretty soon, you'll be able to join MG at the very top of the class where you can duke it out for the top spot in Perfectionism 101. This is Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. I run webinars and other programs to help people be extraordinarily productive and build extraordinary careers. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com or just text Get It Done all one word, get it done to 33444, sign up for my mailing list, and I will send you a free copy of my hidden secret book chapter 8.75, which is all about how to build relationships that make you successful in your career. Work less, do more, and have a great life.
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.